right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. That's a toilet flushing above me. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vever, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. Jake, I'm going to do something that I've never done before. I uh, record next to my window. I'm just going to turn my computer around for a second. What do you think of that snow? Can you- nice, nice. You know, there's sometimes when I sit th- and I think to myself, it costs so goddamn much to live in New York. Uh, 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 maybe I should have stayed in Iowa. It's so hard to get ahead here. And then I see that it's 14 degro- degrees below zero, 38 oh, with the wind chill. It's heated uh, up. It started at 18 below before the sun came up. Uh, oh, and now it's, now, it's, now it's 14. Oh, no, minus 11. Now it's minus 11. I don't know what the windshield adds, but yeah, it's it's. There a, you go. It's up to minus eleven. Yeah, they say that it's more the humidity that gets you than the heat. It's, it's uh, good brisk weather. Who's fucking with the furnace? God damn it! I don't know. Maybe they're fucking with it because it's um, it's polar conditions outside. Right. It is. Um, I like it. I like winter. I've always been a fan of winter. I uh, got to go shovel my. Well, there's liking the winter, and then there's fourteen below. That's crazy. Ah, I I I I don't mind it at all. What you do you want to jump Stockholm in with, my syndrome. friend? Well, you're That's fucking miserable. New York sinking. I saw that in the news the other day. Have you seen that? New York is sinking. The entire East Coast is sinking uh, like a, a sixth of an inch a year or something silly like that. So we're all going to die somehow. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But, I mean, Iowa City, all you got to do is drive on Interstate 80 from New York to get there. It's not any further north or south, yet somehow it's way hotter in the summer and it's negative 14 degrees right now. What's the temperature here? Let me check the temperature. Like, it's not it's not great outside. But, yeah, it's 43 degrees here right now, man. Like, it's so much. Jesus Christ, that's like summer. That's shorts and T-shirt weather. 43 yeah. degrees? It's, it, oh, but it feels like 35. I um, still wear a sweatshirt in 35, but all right. Dude, yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't like the cold. I've always hated it. I hated it my entire life in the Midwest. And, uh, oh, my God. Like, dude, as an atheist, I barely ever bring God into the conversation. But even, even God hates the Midwest. You know, like, that's just proof. It's not further north or south. It's not Alaska. You go that far north, you expect this kind of thing. This is, this is going completely parallel on inter- Interstate 80 for, like, 18 hours. And somehow... It's like 70 fucking degrees colder right now. It's, uh, that's insane to me. We get that uh, jet stream. The, the Canadian, uh, it dips right in the Midwest and drops all the cold air. Like, and then it bounces back. Like, if you look at a map, it goes down and up. So, yeah. See, all right. building the wall on the wrong border. My God. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, lest we become a weather podcast, um, let's jump right in. Uh, let's start with something light, Jake. Um, I love, and I say this every week, I love misleading headlines. I love clickbait headlines. Fox News has kicked my pillow guy out of its advertising bed. I see what they did Not my pillow anymore. It's a a pillow, and they kicked him out of his bed. it, It makes it seem like there's, and I knew, I called this. When I saw this headline, I said, I think this is what's happening. And so you read the article, and I was right. He's out of money. He's, he's filed for bankruptcy. He's broke. So basically all they did is said, well, you, you can't pay for advertising. And it says right in the article, as soon as he can pay for advertising, they're going to welcome him back on the air. It's not like there's any sort of political disagreement or moral right. disagreement or 
kicked him off the air. It's literally but it makes it oh, seem like they took some political stance against the guy. Right. Like, oh, we 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 uh, got sued and lost for uh, lost and, you know, election uh, fraud denial or whatever. We got it wrong. And uh, you're still pushing that lie, the the lie. So we're going to take you off the air. No, it was literally like, hey, you haven't paid your bill. So we, we can't advertise your stuff. As soon as you pay your bill, you're back on the air. It's just a bullshit headline to get people to click and go, oh, yeah, Fox News is even against Mike Lindell. No, they're not. They it's just- so funny because I, you don't even need to spit it that way to make it kind of look bad for you. I mean, the fact that he's out of money because of all of this, you know, a voter fraud denial, you know, election denial, whatever. Lies. Conspiracy nonsense. I mean, that to me is a, a a more damning thing than oh, Fox just doesn't want you on. They go back and forth with Trump ever since he started running in sixteen. Yeah, I I actually uh, just read an article yesterday. I didn't send it to you. It wasn't that interesting. That said, DeSantis here in Iowa because of the caucus is tomorrow uh, is complaining about Fox News. They the, the article talked about how when uh, Trump was down a little bit, uh, they crowned DeSantis the new king of conservatives and then just turn their back on him and now he's complaining about that fox just sort of goes with what their voter what their viewers want fox does not spread information and that was the big thing what part of uh, why the reason they had to settle for almost a billion dollars is because every email said okay we should be reporting this but our viewers want to hear this if we don't tell them they're going to turn to oan and newsmax so yeah it has nothing to do with mike lindell's policies they they viewers of fox like election denier lies yeah it's uh it's more popular now than ever it, it, it really is and i i mean the the caucuses are coming up what tuesday is tomorrow that, is that no what? monday oh, oh monday wow yeah on 40 MLK below day, 20 huh? below some shit wow you know and i would say that uh uh desantis doesn't have a chance but uh, look at the temperature outside hell has frozen over so <laughs> nobody knows what's going to happen during the caucuses tomorrow i heard a thing that said that uh trump Trump fanatics may just stay home because he's 30 points up and they might just say, fuck it. I, I, he's going to win. Let's not even go caucus for him. And that could help Nikki and uh, uh, Ron. I mean, if there's ever been a, good, a better reason than COVID for mail-in ballots, it is 40 fucking degrees <laughs> below zero. I would, I would let a Wuhan bat jerk off in my face before I went outside in 40 degree weather. I don't care who my candidate was running against. They are on their fucking own in 40 degree weather. I'm just going to stay next to a heater. I'm going to get a bunch of vodka and and some hot wings, and I'm going to cross my fingers and hope for the best. I am not going out in 40 below weather. Fuck that. I, you know You know what I like about this? I'm in 40 above weather right now. I'm not thrilled about going outside this, to be honest. I, you know, I can't, I can't say that I would go and vote against Trump in this kind of weather. The, the thing I like is, is that meme that it's, it's a guy, it's a cartoon, and he's standing and he's bundled up and he says, I live where my face is cold. Why do I live where my face hurts when it's cold? And then they show like Australia with big spiders and big lizards and crocodiles. It's like, oh, yeah, 40 below takes care of all that shit. Nothing gets too big. And it works wonders on the homeless, too. We don't look like L.A. or San Francisco here. So I'll take it. I'll put up with a couple months of this bullshit just to not have to deal with big spiders or fucking lizards like Florida, chameleons. Dude, if it keeps that cold, you're going to have to worry about polar bears. That's going to be a thing. They're going to start migrating south and being like, dude, the Midwest is cold as fuck. Let's go there and start eating people.
at least they're cute. I can stay in my car and like, you know, look at polar bears. Fucking alligators, snakes, and spiders are not cute. I like polar bears. If I get mauled by one, at least I can like get some ear scratches in as he's eating me. Like, you're so cute. You said you eating me. Dude, you don't need to get mauled by an alligator. The fucking air will do everything the alligator's teeth will do if you're out in it for more than five minutes in this weather. The whole fucking atmosphere is an alligator right now. A cold, icy alligator. It really is. All right, so Mike Lindell has uh, no advertising. I feel uh, We've said this before. I feel bad for his employees some he's he's gonna get bought out what'll happen is like what was that uh that that firm mitt, Ram, mitt, mitt romney ran uh that some some company one of those investment firms will come scoop it up and either they'll uh sell it off in pieces or maybe they'll save it but yeah the, the employees as we've said a million times the people that uh, have jobs that just want him to shut the fuck up with his assholery right you know right Imagine not like if, if you're sort of like an hourly worker, like, like whatever you, you'll, you'll just keep working, whatever company buys the place. And like, but I'm pissed off for the guys who are kind of middle management. You, you know what I mean? Who like really work their way up in the company and they're making six figures a year, just selling stupid fucking pillows, which, Hey man, uh, uh, this is going to sound ignorant. I'm not a pillowologist or whatever. It can't be that much different than any other, uh, a fucking memory foam pillow. It just can't. I like a good memory foam pillow, but like, I, I'm not the most brand loyal to those things. So, uh, y y you know, if I'm making six figures a year for one of those that just took the fuck off, I am just, I, I, I'm thanking my lucky stars. I'm like, dude, what did I, you know, it's, it's not like I'm selling electric cars. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like I'm selling like uh, um heart medication or something really complicated. Like I'm selling fucking soft fluffies to put your head on and I'm, I'm making banker money, dude. Like I am, I am, I am fucking rolling in it. And oh my God, he won't shut up about the election. Who cares who's president? We're rich no matter who wins. How about you fuck off? I don't even care if it really was stolen. I'm making comfortably six figures just from selling fluffy little stupid little pillows. And now you're fucking it. You took our winning lottery ticket that we got from selling pillows something anybody else can make. It. It's not, again, it's, we're, we're, this is not brain surgery, making pillows. It's not. I, and I get it. I, I'm I'm ignorant in in the pillow making. Maybe it is a lot more complex than I'm I'm giving it credit for. I doubt it. Seem that complicated. I you know I could not. If you put me in the woods, uh, it would take me thousands and thousands of years of being alive and whittling away before I was able to make a laptop. I think I could figure out a decent fucking pillow within about two weeks. I could get some <laughs> soft shit with some leaves and some brush, whatever. And it, yeah, it, it may not be quite as good, but it'll be closer than my laptop that I'm making out of bark. Like it's going to be closer to the real thing than that. So that uh, you've, you've got a winning lottery ticket that, that, that this man has torn up and wiped his ass with on behalf of Donald fucking Trump, dude, I'd be so goddamn pissed. It wouldn't even be about Trump. It would be like, even if you were doing this for Elizabeth Warren, I'd still want to fucking kill you right now. Yeah, because there's no reason to do it. Like, literally going off the deep end of stupid. Dude. All right. Next story. Oh, this this was cute. We talked about this last week. Um, last week, uh, we might have mentioned the passing. Lauren Bobert, uh, her, her husband, ex-husband, oh, whatever. I, I like that you, you gave the 
fancy French. Oh, I, I always French it up. I French it up. Bobert yeah. just sounds stupid to me. Bobert, at least. Well, I, I, a lot things. of things she says is stupid. So I, I Bobert it is. <laughs> Bobert. Last week, if I remember correctly, he showed up at a restaurant she was at, and uh, I thought she he rocks, called though. the police. I thought because, you know, like, oh, things got out of control and she smacked him a few times. Well, now yeah. he's been arrested. He, he, he's being investigated. They, they, I thought I sent you the link where I said he was arrested. Now I can't it, find it, it. Yeah, he, he was. It did say he was arrested. It did say that he was the one who called the cops. Here's the thing. If you, did you look at the picture of them side by side? Uh, yeah, he's fucking huge. Dude, yeah, I, 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 like, I, my, my wife is a petite little lady, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and like, I'm like six foot and kind of chunky. She's like five foot two. So like, I'm just saying before I call the cops for domestic abuse on my five foot two <laughs> tiny little wife, I, she better be hacking shit off with machetes. Right. Otherwise they're going to show up and be like, Hey, you wasted our fucking time. Like you could, you, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I could be stopping real assaults from people who don't dwarf the other person by She's five times. She is five feet. She is a tiny, yeah, she's, tiny. She's tiny. She's yeah. tiny. Look at that. I mean, that guy's at least six foot and not like a, a skinny six foot either. No, he, he's, he's, he looks like a, not, not an offensive lineman, but he, he, he could throw some blocks. He could, he could, you know, he could, he could block a, a tackle. Um, right. Yeah. So it, if she's it, hitting him, he, it, you know, dude, it looks like Travis Kelsey just called the cops on Taylor Swift and said, help me, help me. Please Taylor come and Swift help me. Taylor Swift is 5'10. She, she is a grown woman. She is not Lauren Bobert. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm it, partial it Swifty. Like I, he, I know more things about Taylor Swift than I should because I she was my number one artist on my uh, Spotify Rewind last year. There you go. There you go. No, uh, I, this has uh, nothing mine was to do Kanye with West. I became a really big fan last year. Anyway, I uh, this but, has but, nothing to do with anything. Did you watch the fifth uh, uh, and fucking horrible uh, Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny? No, I I saw the skull of nothing. And yeah, that, was, that, I this, checked out it. It's it's as bad as that. Um, in the very end, spoiler alert: anybody that wants to watch it, don't. It's horrible. I watched it the other day. In the end, uh, the 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 Phoebe Waller, uh, what's her face, fucking Dex Harrison Ford and knocks him out cold. And I'm just watching that scene going, <laughs> no, that's that's not how it's going to work. She's going to hit him, and he's going to go, why'd you hit me? But in the movie, he goes yeah. down, the screen goes black. It's like, that's what you just said about her hitting him. That's exactly what I thought of was, was Phoebe Waller, you know, hitting Harrison Ford. And yeah, I get it. Harrison Ford is older. Right. But when you're hit with someone whose bicep is the size of my wrist, it's still not going to, it's really hard to knock someone out cold. In the movies, one punch and people drop. I've been hit in the face and I went, boom. Oh, wow. That, that was weird. I just got hit. Right. Yeah. You got to either land it in a really good spot on the chin and shit or, or it's got to be insanely fucking hard. Yeah. And if she like can't reach Tyson his chin, would knock me down, but she can't reach his chin. You understand? Yeah. She's five foot tall. Even if she's leaping like the fucking kid in Mike Tyson's punch out, even if she's doing that, all he's got to do is just lean back a little bit. I mean, unless he's really letting her get inside with these hooks and uppercuts to the to to, to the body, she should have punched him in the balls. Do. She's right there. She should have fucking nailed him in the nuts. You think you think that he's on the phone going? She keeps giving like crosses and overhand rights and stuff <laughs> to my testicles. She's I mean, it's right at shoulder length, my testicles. So like, I'm getting jabs and, and crosses, and it's it's really. Um, I wish she was my height, so I was just getting hit in the face and not the balls. You guys got to send somebody in and, and, and make sure they're wearing uh, 
uh, uh, cups protection against this ball punching maniac. Yeah. Like I said, the couple divorced last year. That was a fast divorce. Usually divorces drag on. Or, you know, like uh, it was a very months. fast divorce, especially for uh, Little Miss Family Values over there. Yeah, who's uh, you know all about getting getting the, the law involved in other people's marriages, but then you know she's getting divorced and getting blown at Beetlejuice or or fucking you know, punching her ex husband at, at what, what's that place called? It was called the restaurant was oh. called what was it? the the miners? What, I can't remember, but yeah, that jumped out at me. It's not in this it was article. Weird. Check the other one. Yeah. Let me see the if I can find Silt it. The Police it, Department. Uh, oh, Miner's Claim. Yeah, the Miner's Claim. Miner's Claim. Now, if that doesn't sound like, huh, come on, Pizzagate guys, if this was a Democrat getting arrested at Miner's Claim, huh? It might as well be called Jepstein's Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Oh, so funny. Um. Okay, this this headline I thought was a sad and uh, just just sad. When I when I clicked on this one, there's clickbait, and then there's like, really, is this America now? New York Times reporting: Who are the Houthis, and why is the U.S. attacking them? Is this how dumb we've gotten that that you know? Going back to the what was it? The coal, the USS Cole. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Yemen's been in the news for a while. The Houthis have been around for a while and, yeah. and and now it's like oh let's inform people is this how uneducated the the average american is that we don't know what a fucking houthi who they are oh yeah um well especially on foreign policy until we're actively fighting someone we we don't give a shit or know what's going on there i suppose but i do i do like the houthi response also the new york times u.s led strikes draws fur- fury from iran uh or iran depending on how you pronounce it. but i love I love the Houthi response and the Iranian response. I just love the fact that, hey, we're going to be launching drones and, and rockets at ships and trying to take drones all the way fucking right. up the coast to Israel. But the instant you strike back, it's, how dare they, U.S. and Britain, we will fight. It's like, you fucking cunts started this. You dicks are the ones that are launching missiles at fucking commercial ships. Of course we're going to bomb you. You don't get to act all outraged because we dropped missiles on you. I'm, I love yeah, the I'm anger. pretty anti-U.S. military in, engagement uh, these days, but if you're, if you're hitting commercial ships, what the fuck yeah. did you think was going to happen? Don't do the fucking, um, I'm going to send rockets off, and then, oh, my God, a counter-strike. I'm the victim. Like, I'll stop it. Well, I didn't send you this. Did you happen to see that even Russia called for a meeting at the Security Council because of Britain and America's response? Like, Russia, like, I, I don't know if they should be doing this. Like, didn't you just invade another country? <laughs> it's right. It's amazing, the the hypocrisy. And, I, and America does not have clean hands in any of this. These bastards were treating the Houthis like they were Ukrainians. That's not right. <laughs> the Houthis should not be treated like Ukrainians. I just think it's hilarious. The the like you just pointed out. You we we get to launch all the rockets we want at commercial ships because fuck them. Uh, but the instant you counter strike, right. then now we're outraged and you will suffer at the hands of. You remember this quote? We talked about the Yemeni war uh, years ago, years ago on this podcast because I remember at the time. I don't know where it's at right now, but at the time there were three factions fighting. There was the Saudi Arabia was fighting in the north, uh, uh, Iran was backing, and there was an internal struggle. And I watched a documentary, and this is what I remember talking about with you. They talked to people on all three sides of the conflict, and every single one of them said, 
well, you know, uh, this kind of sucks, but God is on our side, so we will prevail. I'm like, God can't be on all three sides. It was just one of those religious things where it was Sunni, Shiite, and one other, and they were all just fighting and claiming like, well, in the end, we'll be victorious. It's insane. Everybody does that. I mean, there's churches right now in my hometown of Iowa City, Iowa, claiming God likes them, and he made it 13 fucking degrees below zero. So, I mean, you know, it's it's he's 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 causing wars to happen. He's causing uh, crazy sub-zero temperatures. Maybe God doesn't like most of us. I don't in fact, for, for a place called the Holy Land, not a whole lot of shit grows there. It's a desert. A desert is someplace dry where it's almost impossible to live. That means God. God fucking hates that land. It doesn't want people there. He only wants rattlesnakes and shit and cactuses. When God makes something a desert, he means he hates it. For a place called the Holy Land by every fucking religion on the planet, God sure, certainly still hates hates that place. I mean, that's I don't hate it. I didn't make it a desert. God did it. He hates you, not me. Quit worshiping that guy or fucking move someplace green and make that holy. I don't know. The 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 going back two sentences um, when you talked about Iowa churches, the only thing I do not like about this cold, the only thing is that it gives complete assholes liberty to say, oh, what are you talking about? Global warming. What do you mean? Climate change. It's fucking cold out now. I, the only thing I don't like about the cold is that it makes idiots say stupid shit like that. Otherwise, I don't care. Do you see, I sympathize with those idiots when it's that fucking cold. Screw that. I get why people in Iowa in 13 degrees below the weather uh, don't take Greta Thunberg seriously going, it's getting warmer outside. Oh, we need to stop it. Like, screw you, Greta. I'm driving an SUV around in circles until it is at least at zero. I'm driving my SUV nonstop until the temperature at least hits zero degrees. <laughs> All right. Two stories left. Um... This one, I asked you a question when I sent this. I am not sure what's more sad. The headline is, report, International House of Pancakes employees fired after server refused to wait on black couple. And they investigated it, and yep, it was straight up racism. And, dude, it's fucking, well, this happened in 2023. So, but still, it's not like I can say it's 2024 and this is still happening. It should not be happening in 2023. It should never happen. But it also begs the question I ask you, what is more depressing? This is a uh, the, the, the guy is it was turning. It was his birthday. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the couple went to the, to IHOP to celebrate his 49th birthday. This is a grown ass adult couple. 49th birthday. So what is more sad? The fact that racism is still prevalent and infecting America in 2023 and 2024 or the fact that an adult wants to have a birthday party at International House of Pancakes. I, it's, it's a toss-up to me. I'm kind of on the, the birthday boy side in this, not just because of the racism, but for, for the IHOP thing in general, because I do not celebrate my birthdays for shit. It, like my, my wife is more of a festive person, so she'll, she'll force me to do things for my birthday, but I'm like, yeah, but let's not spend a lot of cash on it. So yeah. if there was an IHOP across the street, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go to IHOP and hope that the rate, <laughs> the waitress isn't a racist cunt. You know what I mean? I'll get a little hat on. We'll get a little cake. <laughs> so you, you're just doing it for the thrifty measure, not the like, yeah. uh, all right. I respect I the hell out that. of this guy. He was like, I, I mean, I know, I know IHOP isn't a five-star restaurant or anything, but I'll bet, I'll bet there's good. no active segregationist working on the wait staff right now. Oh, whoops. Jesus Christ, did I wander into a time machine? What the hell? 
I walk kinda, through the door and it's 1950. I, yeah. I can't. I'll, I'll grant you that. With I'm 2024 exactly inflation, way. mind you. I'm exactly the same way. I, I got asked uh, the day after my birthday last year, like, oh, how was your birthday? I'm like, I, I don't know. I didn't do anything. It was nice. I got a gift from, you know, my wife. My kids hugged me, but I, I don't do anything for it. So if the I was looking at it a different way, I was looking at it to like, let's go to IHOP. And that's why I thought that's kind of sad. It's, it's, it's probably not as sad as racism still existing, which is horrible, but it's, it's sad. But if it's literally like, what do you, you want to do for your birthday? Fuck, I don't know. Go to IHOP. All right, acceptable. Yeah. There, there's there's no yeah, real difference it, between dude. that, Applebee's, or fucking uh, any of those shitty restaurants. TGI Fridays, Olive Garden. Yeah, if, if you're just going somewhere stupid, you could have gone somewhere good. You know, you could have gone like a little Indian place, little Thai place, but you know, you wanted bad pancakes. Uh, whatever. I, but you know, it's. I'm gonna guess this is a pretty small town on account of the whole we don't surf blacks here in 2024 thing <laughs> i would hope so, like i don't think there's a ton i don't think you get a lot of restaurants where the ihop still doesn't serve black people and a whole lot of like thai cuisine right next to you, you know what i mean like I, I don't think there's a lot of options in that town um i'm googling it right now city in texas oh it looks like come on fire up Oh shit! No, dude, it's just a subdivision of Dallas. It's like, oh, wow. you know, it's like Brooklyn versus Queens. It's it's right in the fucking mix. It, you know, you zoom out enough, it just looks like Dallas. It's right there. Holy it's, shit! Uh, opposite of uh, of Irving, where the the uh, uh, well, whatever the Cowboys, I believe. Yeah. So it's 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 not Dallas, but it's 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 right in there. So yeah. I just love that this waitress thought that her I don't serve black people, uh, you know, like 70 years after Martin Luther King or whatever. Uh, I thought I was going to fly. That was policy work. was still going to fly when there's three fucking bathrooms. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, there's a there's a there's an all genders bathroom and you don't serve black people. Like what? How do you think that was going to work out? Yeah, I did that by especially. And we've said this before in the day and age of social media. Like, what do you think you're getting away with? I get it. Back in the day, you could do what right. you want. You had carte blanche. Assholes reigned supreme. Not anymore. You, your, your fucking shitty racist attitude was never acceptable. But yeah, yeah you got away with it. You're, you're outnumbered by good people now, dipshit. I hope she's conformed to all the progressive things except for this. I hope she's like, listen, I'll call them whatever the fuck pronouns they, write, they want, but they better be the right goddamn skin color. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I know we don't use plastic straws in this restaurant. I'm trying to stop global warming. What I mean, you know, it's not like it only affects where black people live. Otherwise, I wouldn't give a fuck. But you know, (laughs) it's it's affecting us too. We need to make the planet warmer. Otherwise, it's going to be the whites that suffer as well. Oh, that would be funny. Just selective hate. All right, final story. Uh, Not much to say here. Uh, Joe Coy, uh, one week ago, today as we record, this will get posted, uh, hosted the Golden Globes, did not do the best job of it. I didn't watch him because I never watch award shows where millionaires hand other millionaires trophies. I started hearing about it like after when it hit social media and people were like, oh, Joe Coy, fuck Joe. I went down. I was surprised by the amount of people that were angry and posting about this, like like they tore after him, like he had done. So, and I guess it, it, later on, it became like, oh, he said Barbie was based on a, a movie about a plastic doll with big boobs. He said boobs, and so everybody was crying sexism. 
uh, Greta Hartwig, uh, Gerwig, Gre- the director of Barbie came out in defense of him and said, no, he's not wrong. You know, like it wasn't the greatest joke in the world, but yeah, it's a movie based on a doll that for years, right. but it just, the amount of anger and hate just because a comedian bombed, I'm like, are we out of problems? I mean, here, we're in a country, this is, what a great two stories to end on. We're in a country where people still think it's okay to be racist and try and deny service to someone that doesn't look like them. Yet at the same time, Everything is so good in this country that, hey, let's just get all up in arms because a comedian bombed. What a, what a time to be alive. That's what I have to say. I like that it's, well, it's outrage over stuff that he said, um, not because it was offensive, but it, it was just really not funny. <laughs> it I was lame, that. right. <laughs> with, with all the people getting outraged because a comic said this and a comic said that and, oh, this is offensive to this group or that group. And they're just like, this is, a, this is offensive to the to uh, uh, the group of people that has a sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> we're outraged on their behalf. I read an article. Did you read this? It might have been the one I sent you because I thought I sent you one. Michael Che had a good take. Uh, but there, there was an article I read that said he opened by saying, isn't it great to be here? And nobody responded. Just you, I guess, Joe. And then he started making Meryl Streep jokes. Oh, Meryl Streep is here. She's always here. How original. Like, this, this is what you're getting upset about. A guy is hosting a show and he's excited. And so you're angry at him. And he's busting out a lame Meryl Streep joke. And so that makes you angry. Fucking let it go. He did, he did nothing. He had 10 days to prepare. The one thing I said is he should not have thrown the writers under the bus where he said, ah, I didn't write all these jokes. Well, right. yeah, yeah. That was not fair. But he can apologize to the writers. There's no reason for anybody in their basement to be screaming. How dare he pick on those writers? He shouldn't have. But he'll apologize. I disagree. I think it's funny that he roasted. I think he should have roasted them more. And then just got like, hey guys, you know, you know what I mean? I was I was tanking up that like I would get it if I was one of his writers, I'd be like, yeah, dude, make it fucking hilarious. Call me a piece of shit. I don't care. Yeah, something. Uh, one of the writers jumped in on it and said, my first writing gig after the uh, strike, and I'm getting uh, and Joe Coy is making fun of me. Well, oh, suck know. my dick. He's an. I'll bet he's an unfunny fucking hack. He's probably the reason Joe Coy bombed. Fuck you. Like, what do you say? Yeah, dude, he didn't get a laugh. Uh, did you out of watch it? it? Don't act like you fucking crushed. You didn't. Did you watch it though? I watched little clips. It didn't seem that bad, but either way, it's the audience like, was you... laughing. They kept saying it was bombing. The audience, yeah, didn't... no, it didn't seem like he did as bad no, as everybody thought. But it, it... It, some of the jokes were actually pretty good. He just sold them poorly. Like he he he, he swallowed his own punchline. Like there was one where he said, oh, "I never thought I'd be attracted to a, a plastic doll like I am." Ryan. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't it was know for they, Ryan Gosling, but he he didn't really hit the punchline. He did. If there was, it, I just don't understand the outrage. I did make this comment. I, to me, I'm I like, it's a team this. sport, bro. If you go up there with my jokes and you and it, it doesn't go well, do what you got to do to get a laugh. I don't care. Say I got a small dick and a bad hairline. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, the one thing I this goes back to everybody that was complaining about him. The one thing I said they all seem to have in common. Everybody complaining about Joe Coy is they're all really good at not selling out arenas full of people who want to see them perform comedy. Joe Coy does. So whether or not he had an off night, some people, I I commented and someone said, yeah, but he did this on the Golden Globes. It was the biggest audience ever. I'm like, but who cares? It's the Golden Globes. It's a fucking bunch of pretty people handing other pretty people trophies. How does that, he bombed, big deal. And like, if he's already been selling, that's a good point. If he's already been selling out arenas, no one's going to sit there going, 
I mean, he crushed when we saw him in the Staples Center. But I don't know, like a Golden Globes joke, so I don't want to see him again. Like, no one's yeah. going to do that, bro. He's his already got will, a, a massive... He's got, he's got a whole fucking army of, of fans. Like, they don't give a shit about this. If anything, it's going to make them want to support him more because they're going to be like, I've seen the man's specials, and he's really good. Even if they haven't seen him live, they've seen a whole hour of his special where he's doing really fucking good, and it's great. Um, I could... If, if if I watch a comic special and I think it's really good, I don't give a fuck how they do on some award show because here's the thing about it: like, it's it's not a comedy show. It's not, and and people have pointed out like this is the worst fucking audience ever. I mean, like as a as a comic, you do a lot of bad gigs where they, you know, sometimes it'll be in bars where it, like, yeah, it's, it's like ambush show comedy. and what's up? It's almost like ambush comedy. They're I was there. Just say, they, they ambush they, comedy, and they all fucking they they they. They're 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 surrounded by yes men. These these are pampered fucking celebrities, and when you try and make a joke, sometimes that's what made Gervais so good. Because he went in with a you know double right. barreled and didn't give a. He's fuck. playing to the people at home, not the people in the room. Right. And Michael Che, the article I did send you pointed out like what people forget. What you said about a special is like you have Chris Rock or anybody anybody who will tour for a year refining jokes refining jokes refining jokes saying hey no cameras no filming no right. phones refining jokes and then at the end of that year they record their special it takes them a year he had 10 days it was like you get thrown into a room you're reading off a prompter you don't it's like saturday night live almost because you don't have everything memorized you are not this is essentially an open mic that he did yeah. in front of millions of people so yep. it's you know he, they're they're all jokes he's trying for the first time and it's in front of a bad audience you know it's it's yeah. like an ambush show because yeah it, it's not well, like really said, an ambush he show can have the jokes like, memorized he, it, it is an open mic he can like okay we're gonna do this joke yeah, we're yeah. gonna do this joke but he hasn't done it in front of an audience as far as I know maybe he did one right. I've I've heard stories exactly. where like Kimmel or other hosts they will go to the comedy store yep. for like three weeks beforehand and test the jokes for the award show he didn't have time for that. I'm uh, people called me out for being forgiving of another comedian. All right, well, you fucking do his job. See if you can do it. See if you can stand on T uh, in front of an audience of celebrities that are going to make you nervous, uh, live broadcast and, and fucking you, you drop that. You get a 10 from the East German judge. See, see what they, you know, score. Card well, they everyone's get. been booked on a show that was either an ambush show or it's a show where the comedy is such a small part of it. Like it's for some, Oh, I've tanked on that. Yeah, or, or it's like, and now a comedian, and the right. DJ's over in the corner, and it's like, nobody's paying And they are not always yeah. the most receptive audience. And so you you have to realize that's what's going on there. The actors don't give a fuck about the, 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 the comedy portion of it, the host. They're there to hopefully win awards or, you know, show up for the, like, they're there for the acting part of it. You know, like they're they're actors. You can't even blame them for not being a, a a good audience. They're not there for the fucking dick jokes. They're there for the actor stuff. If anything, he's impeding the fucking rest of the show from going if he's spending too much time up there uh, telling jokes. So it, it, I don't even really blame the actors for being a bad crowd that much. I I blame just sort of uh, uh, the situation itself. I mean, I, I get why you would want to have like a, a a funny host or whatever, but that's not the purpose of the award show. So you can't expect the people there showing up to to be a, a comedy crowd when it's not a comedy show. It's a I guy think telling jokes as he is. awards. I said he was nervous, you know, doing these jokes for the first time. They're nervous because they're like, am I going to win? Am I not going to win? You know, like right. there's a lot of them that want to. All right. Well, all right. They, they're thinking about up. so much other stuff other than what the fuck you say. They're probably not even listening half of them. Yeah.
All right. You can find Jake, uh, the, the, the symbol, at Jake Vevra on all aspects of social media. And on Thursday nights, every uh, Thursday live on YouTube, he hosts... Uh, Twisted Cupid podcast. Twisted Cupid. That's uh, they they get uh, uh, questions off Reddit about relationships and answer those questions with a comedic twist. I can be found at NathanTimmel.com. If you go there, you will see that I have a t-shirt store right up front that has over 50 designs. They say cute things like insecure people are easily triggered. Oh, kind of like people who get angry over the Golden Globes and how a comedian does on it. Other than that, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Thanks for listening wherever you listen. Lauren Boebert beat my ass like the Golden Globes beat your coy. 